Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cereal and Beer. Happy post-Easter. Hmm. Yeah, I forgot it was Easter. I didn't know Easter Monday was a thing at all. Easter Monday? Right? Like, when did they start that? <laughs> huh. I'm so confused. They just like they start talking about it, and like I'm just like, am I in another parallel universe again? <laughs> <laughs> mm. So weird. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know it's April, so it's it's not you know, I guess it's uh the cherry blossoms are blooming and the weather's getting crazy, so you know. I like to think about how nowadays, because of climate change, seasons don't mean anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot December day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, one thing I do like uh, about uh, spring, or one thing I like about Japan, is that uh, spring is when they start things. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, the school year starts in spring, uh, the, uh, like, and because the school year starts in spring, like, people graduate in, like, March, and mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, people get new jobs, or they move, uh, houses and stuff like that, all that kind of stuff happens in spring, like, in, mm-hmm. in April, mm-hmm. and it coincides with, you know, like, how everything else is, you know, a new beginning, you know, the flowers are starting to bloom, and, like, everything's starting to come alive. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, you know, it's... It just seems very appropriate. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh... You know, wait, okay, so when does the school year end? Usually it ends in, like, March. Okay. Huh. Because for a second I was thinking, like, you know, why... Why don't they, like, have school year end in spring and start, like, I don't know, mm. in the fall, like, you know, in the fall. I think they do it in college over here, because I remember they used to start in August. Mm. You know, maybe they, you know, stop school in, like, the winter, where everything's, like, cold and dreary. Mm. It's like, here you go, enjoy your winter. Mm. <laughs> have a winter break. Yeah. Yeah. So today we've got a couple things to talk about, as usual. Mm. Here's a weird thing: we never introduce ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Just like I think that we've only done that once in 100 plus episodes. (laughs) So I guess I am Kevin. Yeah, I'm I'm Jeff. All and right. the last time you heard that was probably ten years ago. Oh, it's probably this is like one of those things where like you know somebody but you keep hearing their name. Like you <laughs> <to them. laughs> Yay! What's up? You know. <laughs> mm. I've had that happen. It's it's unpleasant, man. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. So today, uh, let's uh, well, got a couple issues. So um first one. This first is about a person that we spent a lot of time picking apart in past episodes. Mm. Yep. Yes. Yep. So he's orange. He's <laughs> orange. That's right. He's orange. He's to be president. He's <laughs> to me the greatest charlatan in American history. 
And to others, he's greater than Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a... It's interesting. When he, basically, it's like... Have you ever seen the movie Rashomon? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, so for those that may not have seen it, but you, you may not have heard of the theme, just you, people having the same experience, but they're very different from each person's perspective. Mm. And so, you know, it. this is like a really weird thing to think about, like, you know, so some people he's like, you know, he's a, he's a, basically a god. Mm. Second, you know, other people he's just a complete, like, like, waste space, so, mm. yeah. So yeah, so Trump has been indicted. Yeah. And, uh, actually, you know about uh, Rashomon, uh, that's, uh, it was actually a short story. Ah. Uh, before it was in the Akira Kurosawa movie, and uh, yeah, and it was like three pages long. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, when you when you hear that Hollywood is making movies out of like the the board game Battleship and stuff like that, yeah, <laughs> that silly stuff does kind of happen. I mean, yeah, Mulan was uh, basically yeah, a poem. Oh. turn into a folk story like movies and so on and so on just like huh yeah so like it seems that okay for you how what do you predict from this whole outcome of this indictment mm. you know, I don't know I'm not, like I actually haven't been following it very closely for one, but like, like I've just learned not to get my hopes up <laughs> when Same. it comes to this person. You know, it's Same. like mm, uh, I don't know. Like I, I definitely think he did something wrong, but like you know, at the same time, like I don't think that this was that bad. Mm. Like, ah, uh, uh, like, like if I'm being a hundred percent honest, if they said like Obama did this, then I'd be like, well, yeah, okay, fine. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> like there are worse things that people have done, <laughs> you know? Like, uh, like, uh, like, cause, cause what is it? Like he, he, it's like almost like tax fraud, right? that and the whole Stormy Daniels thing and then like a woman has come out saying he sexually assaulted her and yeah so I, I, don't, I don't think the sexual assault is part of it right I think it's mostly just like a paperwork thing right it's it's another felony I mean there are 34 counts okay yeah that's true so that's um, a lot of counts man yeah but I, I think the main thing was that like you know like having as as they say, you know, having an affair is not illegal. Uh, paying the person money to be quiet is not illegal. Um, but threatening but... them, that's illegal. <laughs> uh, yeah, like dodging taxes is illegal. So, yeah, I think yeah. the way that they ended up paying her mm -hmm. was, you know, kind of crooked, right? So yeah, it's like... it was through somebody else. Yeah, it was kind of like, you know, funneled through, you know, uh, it's like written off as, it couldn't be written off as like the money I give to a porn <laughs> star, right? So it's like... <laughs> Itemized receipts, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, like, mm, yeah, 
I don't know. What I find interesting is the timing of it all, because I think it matters, because truly, these charges are not about him being president. It's not the same as the impeachments. That's about him and his presidency. This is about him as a civilian and what he's done in the past. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, matters. Because his defense is like, oh, the liberals are after me again. When mm-hmm. it's like, no, it's like, this is what happened before you were president. You know, this yeah. is about you as a citizen. And so I think that defense is a lot weaker. Mm. Yeah. I think if he wasn't Donald Trump, he, they wouldn't be going after him, though, right? I I hope not. I hope that all people are held accountable, mm-hmm. especially rich and powerful people. Should be very much under scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, especially with a person with a track record of being incredibly shady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, and like I guess the other thing that people on Fox were saying was that you know they're crying like, oh, if they could do this to him, then they could do this to us. It's like, it did no. do it to us. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, if you did that, then yeah, then you deserve to have people go after you for doing like, bad stuff. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, they're not just going after innocent people and just being like, hey. Right. I mean, it's, it, but that's his, his, his game plan. He, you know what helps me, um, Reconcile with Trump supporters is that um, I watched this video about how it's like a cult, like they have the same slogans and 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 he's using a, like same language, like really repeating the same thing, pointing at uh, big enemies, claiming martyrdom. It's real interesting. So it helps me humanize people, like thinking like people are just heavily under, like. The influence, because some people just, you know, if you only listen to one viewpoint, and that's the only viewpoint you get, it's easy to become indoctrinated. Mm. And so, you know, it's, to me, I'm, I'm a little more sympathetic when they're like, if a person is socially isolated, and they have a lot of personal problems, especially with the government, it's easy them, for them to get, you know, influenced, because everybody's influenced, like, mm-hmm. I have no doubt I've been influenced by the media, mm-hmm. but you know, I've had like, you know, good interactions with people who think differently than me, and I was able to like, you know, not villainize them and turn them into monsters rather than just people with different, you know, ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just helps me think, okay, avoid the whole like, oh, they're just a bunch of dum-dums, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. But so, yeah, t- what what do you think is going to be is going to happen? I want to be optimistic. I want to be think that you know justice needs to be served and that nobody's above the law. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just hope that he does time, that he's yeah. found guilty, mm-hmm. and like it, it. To me, it's a dangerous precedent if he doesn't. If the facts are there, and just because of, you know, backroom dealings or just trickery or whatever, he gets off. Because mm-hmm. that, that it truly means that, like, the, you know, the law doesn't apply to everybody. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of... It just seems like, you know, our, our whole system can be compromised. Mm-hmm. And it's, 
if this doesn't go like like through a fair and just trial, and then what does it even mean anymore? Mm. Yeah. Well, so I mean, or you could go the uh, the Nixon route and say, if the president does it, it's not illegal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What kind of logic is that? Does that make him like a god emperor? Like, come on. Let's just think for just a minute, you know. I think that that, but that was uh, that was Nixon's uh, defense, right? Uh, I just don't know. I think Jimmy Carter made a huge mistake by not trying to get him. Pardoning him. Mm. That was. I think that was horrible. <laughs> like I don't care if he thought that would by the nation but like he he contributed to that kind of thinking unfortunately whether he meant to or not mm. so yeah I don't know. yeah so yeah uh, I guess that does it for that issue any other news randomly yeah I can't really think of anything interesting that has happened um it's been pretty quiet, really. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, peaceful. That's sometimes that's a good thing. Yeah. But you know, I'd like to talk about a new um, series that I was blown away by. So there is a new um, series on Netflix called Beef. It was from a Korean director. It stars Ali Wong and Steven Yeun. Of the wealth gap, one being kind of struggling business, one being fabulously wealthy, mm. and it's about it's it's so it's interesting because you see how like these two people with underlying mental health issues are um, are pitted against each other and that one of the main themes is is like their inability to cope with rage and how <laughs> like a simple incident you know led to this path of destruction where they would spite each other at all costs even if it meant putting like themselves or their interests in peril mm-hmm. and like the increasing you know um, intensity and, and measures they take to each other mm-hmm. you know meanwhile like you know their their worlds are falling apart mm-hmm. and like you know when they see a chance to, to like hurt each other they still go at it mm-hmm. and you know you know it, it's interesting because it has some like some Asian American themes because one character is struggling to fulfill the I guess cultural expectation to take care of their parents mm-hmm. whereas the other one you know is trying to continually pursue her career uh, despite you know hating it mm. and, and it's like strong dramatic performances from over it's it's a it's a dark like comedy drama hmm. but like for me when there's a comedy drama usually the comedy part <laughs> I, I lose out on and like but the drama was really good 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it is a fascinating story because like you get it, these people are almost two sides of the same coin, and when sometimes when they you know try to talk to each other, you know they are more alike than they care to admit. Mm. And just it was it was really intense and just um, I highly recommend it. it. You know from the from beginning to end it was solid. Mm. Ten episodes, complete story. Yeah. Well, yeah, a couple things. Um, so when you when you said it, like the the title was beef, I was like, oh, so like the first thing I think of is Biggie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, what's yeah. What's beef? Beef is when you, know, you need two guests to fall asleep. <laughs> I was like, oh, beef. And then he says by a Korean person, I was like, oh, it's the food. <laughs> 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 but the first one was correct. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I think it's really interesting, and um, I hope a native Asian we can get the perspective of a native Asian as well, because I think it'd be interesting to see how they view it too. Because like, I do appreciate that it is like, in a way, an Asian American story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, well, like, um, yeah, it, it would be interesting to get a lot of different perspectives on that. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, one thing I also think is that uh, I think you you mentioned that uh, they're more alike than, than they would uh, care to admit. But mm-hmm. I think the people that are like you are the ones that piss you off the most. Yeah. Right. Sometimes, <laughs> right. Sometimes. Because you see all like the bad things about it in yourself, and mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, like that's why like my kids piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> my kids can piss me off more than anybody else because it's like I know they got that from me. <laughs> right. Right. Like it, it's 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 it, it's weird to think about that. It's like ah, you know, like I kind of. Like, people who are having a bigotry against other people, I usually feel it's like they're just afraid of being the way, like being treated the way they treat that, that targeted group. Mm. And then, like, when I think about, like, um, let's say the controversy of CRT, right? Mm. And I'll make, you know, I'll make the, like, stereotypical, you know, stance, and I'll just say, like, a lot of people are scared of minorities. They're scared, especially of, of Black Americans, and they're afraid of being being treated like they've been treated through his, throughout history. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they don't. They want to bury the past. They don't. They don't want to have the issue the issue explored. They don't want to change the fundamental systems. Mm. Yes. Because there's a reckoning. Reckoning exactly. bad. <laughs> yes. There's. They're, they don't want the reckoning. They think that, like, okay, you know, I didn't do it. And so, like, yes, I think that's a valid thing. But, like, systemically, you know, we all have to work together to make things better and not just ignore the issue or just minimize it or just let people outside of the affected group dictate what happens in inter- interpretation, too. Mm. Yeah. And, I do find it's really weird that so many decisions affect, like, like for example, like um, uh, gay marriage, you know, or 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 like 
the whole thing about transgender people who are like drag queens right now, mm-hmm. none of them get any say in, in, a, in, a, in a power of a position of power. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they, like, how can they fight? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Like, you know, it's like, well, the odds are against you from the get go. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so unfair. Mm. So, yeah. Jeez, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What, are you been doing anything fun? Reading, watching, playing? Uh, not really. But, uh, <laughs> you know, there, there was one thing I, I've been listening to lately is, is um, there's a song, I forgot who sang it, uh, but it's, it uses the, um, it samples the Fugees, uh, the oh. Ready or Not. Oh. Yeah. And, and so, I think P. Diddy had one. Oh. Like, P. Diddy did this, like, a long time ago. And then, it's a remake of that. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Is it with The Weeknd? Maybe. Like, it's the one where, it. like, if you're creeping, please don't let it yeah, go. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Like, um, you know, I, <laughs> like, I, I understand what he's trying to say, um, that, like, his, his girlfriend is cheating on him, and he just wants to pretend it's not happening, and so he's like, oh, you know, just, just, you know, cover it up better. Um, that, I don't think I would sing about that. <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't make a song out of it. <laughs> like I, I understand, but yeah, like that doesn't sound super good. <laughs> I I just I don't like whiny music. <laughs> it, yeah. it was like I didn't like the original, and like I really enjoyed the weekend as a performer and an artist. It was like I don't like the song. <laughs> Even he could make it more possible than me. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I can't I can't sing that in my car. <laughs> like it just it just feels wrong. Goodness, <laughs> goodness. But you know, someone, someone out there, that's their favorite song. Mm. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Dude, speaking of the Fugees, have you heard of the news with Prince uh, Michelle? Uh, I, I think I heard something. What was it? What happened? He is in trouble, legal trouble, for like, um, I think, um, possibly colluding with the, um, well, I mean, possibly China for political favors. Oof. <laughs> Yeah, but dude, Proz, you are in trouble. <laughs> Jeez. It just seems like each one of the ex Fuji members has done something like really weird and questionable. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, man. What happened to I know, I mean, they were that close to getting back together. Mm. Close, man. Too bad. Mm. Yeah, you know, I really think that Lauren Hill was like one of the best rappers when, like, in her prime. Like, I, I really do think she was like good, man. Like, mm, her her raps were like really like deep and clever and just like you know, uh, like uh, yeah, like don't be a hard rock when you really are a gem. 
Yeah, that, like that. that's cool. Yeah, like, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it, yeah, it's, man, sometimes talent just, like, gets burnt out. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, okay. So, I have a, I guess, a question for you, an Asian American question. Mm. Okay, so, um, how different do you think it is for a, you know, native or ethnically Asian person to be raised by non-Asian people in America compared to, you know, Asian Americans such as you and I? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is it difficult? Yeah. Like, do you think the struggles are difficult more, you know, how different are they? Do you think that, you know, their sensibilities are different? Yeah, yeah I do think that, that their sensibilities are different because, you know, they're raised in a, in a different way. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, I, uh, like, in college, the, like, one of my neighbors uh, was this Asian girl, uh, and her, she was adopted, and her parents were white, and, mm-hmm. yeah, so she was the least Asian Asian person I've ever met. <laughs> and, you know, I, you know, that's fine, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, she, you know, she, she's just a good person. But no, no problem, so. Uh, but, like, it, I think um, being, being raised in a different way, like, I, I think, personally, I think it must be difficult for her uh, because, like, I think there, well, you know, I'm not her, so I can't, I can't say, but I think there must be some kind of confusion in that, like, she is as American as you could be, mm-hmm. right? As, as, like, you know, very, very, you know, American, you know, parents. And so, like, she is very, you know, and I, I'm saying this with, you know, air quotes, she's very American, but I don't think that she is seen as American by other people because she's Asian, mm-hmm. right? So right. I, I think that that, that, that that must be at least a little bit confusing. Right. Right, because, like, like if I get asked, oh, you know, do you speak English, it's irksome <laughs> what, I get what yeah. they're saying, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, let's talk about sushi. Like, it, yeah, okay, <laughs> fine. Like, but I get what you're saying, you know? Like, yeah. But, like, if, you know, if, if you didn't, like if you were raised without any of that, and then people are just like, "Oh yeah, let's talk about sushi," and you're like, "I've never had sushi." Yeah. It's just like what? <laughs> Blows their mind. Yeah. Yeah, like, cause um, I, I mean, I recently met somebody who was of that of that you know background, being native, like being Asian, but you know, um, being raised by by parents, and like. I just wanted to get a perspective, and I just said, like, if it's okay, you know, like, how do you identify with yourself? And she said that, you know, like, well, I, like, I don't know, people just think I'm Chinese or Asian American, like, it's like, well, just people have been telling me what I am for my life, my whole life, and I'm like, that sucks. <laughs> and I'm just like, so your identity was handed to you, without you really going to end on that exploration, because I think, like, when you are of any like ethnic minority in America, 
like you do have that question like who am i like you know i'm obviously not the majority race or or like whatever but like like you know where do i fit in and like to me some the the weight of that question the importance of that question varies from person to person and you know i i try, I try to respect that cuz like I've, with time experience, I've, I've kind of like also changed the way I feel because I'm like, okay, when people say like, oh, you're, you know, like, um, you're a, like, you know, I do it too. It's like, oh, this person's not Asian, but like being of a certain way is a lot more complex. It's like, you know, it kind of misses out on the diversity, you know, like if you say I'm Chinese, but like China's huge, like which region you know, are you from, you know, which dialect you speak, like, are you familiar with, like, the history, do you do the cultural practices, this and this, this, hmm. you know, because in the past, you know, I think I commented that, like, in the late 90s, or, like, Asian American culture was just, like, um, co-opting black culture, hmm. you know, just listen to hip-hop and, like, you know, that, I'm just like, that's pretty superficial. Hmm. And so, like, or just being American, what does even that mean? Like, is somebody from, like, L.A. is, like, really American, or somebody from, like, Idaho, or somebody from Miami? Mm-hmm. So even that's not as clear-cut when we really think about it. Mm-hmm. And I think there are just some things that we, you know, mm-hmm. if you're just, you know, of, of second, first generation, second generation, third generation Asian like us, it's, it is pretty different than being adopted. Yeah. But it's it's an interesting thing to think about, and I do want to get people's perspectives, because you know each person's gonna probably have to um, have to reckon on their own sometimes. I know there's some things like it's a cultural tour where like you know adopted Koreans go back to Korea to experience the culture, and I'm like that's pretty cool, mm. but not everybody gets the opportunity, mm-hmm. and so you know. Just like the kind of like ethnic identity of each individual person is really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Or even like, you know, like people who are, you know, mixed race, like they have their, you know, that's another thing to think about. Like, are they culturally lost? Do they gravitate to one side more than the other? Or do they just like, you know, don't identify with either? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Makes wonder. Yeah. So yeah. Um, any other topics? Well, okay. Here's you know talking about Asian uh, issues. Um, <clears throat> do you think it is fair what the Asian community is doing? <laughs> and let me explain. Uh, do you think it is fair that uh, you know we we tell people like stop fetishizing you know our, our women that's messed up you know all the, you know the the Asian submissive Asian you know and they're just like becoming these you know you know some kind of weird sex object for you guys and like that's you know like stop it that's gross it's weird yeah like yo you need to you know, just stop right yeah and on the other hand. We're like, how come men 
do not get the respect. Like, men are not sexualized. <laughs> men should be sexualized more. Like, how come we aren't the cool guys with the, you know, with our shirts off and like, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, does that, does that not seem like it's <laughs> a bit of a contradiction? And so do you think it's fair to be able to point out both of those things and say, hey. You know, well, yeah, I think there is. Um, which I think, like nowadays, I think it's less of a thing. This this whole you know, like, a fetishization versus like demasculation thing going on, mm-hmm. which is good, you know. But it, yeah, I think it is kind of like because culturally, possibly, you know, more traditional women are seen to be more in line with the whole ideal woman in Western culture. Into being, like you said, submissive and just, you know, those kind of things. And as for men, a clue, which I found really interesting, of all things, was from um, a video, which is basically talking about the history of Chinese, like, food in America. Like, you know, like the Pan Express type of food. And that, you know, when when um, immigrant men were came to America, like, they didn't know how to cook. They didn't, you know, they, they weren't given a lot of opportunities. So when they ran restaurants, they did what they could with what they had. So with Western ingredients, you know, they were able to make this kind of cuisine. But, you know, cooking was seen as a women's uh, Okay, hold on. I- I'm going to stop you there. That okay. sounds like you're talking shit about Panda Express. <laughs> <laughs> it was made by all these people who don't know how to cook. Yeah. No, that's wrong. <laughs> No, I mean, hey, man, it's best a billion dollar company. So it's like, you, it's you make your money, but you can't have my money. <laughs> okay, sorry, yeah. So, yeah, couldn't continue. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that, that is interesting. I didn't know that that was the history of that, that, like, that the men, you know, had to yeah, use the Western ingredients and stuff. That, yeah, and, and plus, like, um, you know, the men, like, Chinese men were wearing, like, old-school clothing, which is a lot more flowy, more, like, almost like a robe, which mm-hmm. was seen a little feminine-looking. Mm-hmm. And they didn't fit into the masculine stereotype. They were seen as feminine. And mm-hmm. so it was, to me, it's easier to see why these stereotypes um, began and persisted, because that view stuck in people's brains for so long. Of what it is to be, you know, Asian American, which is Asian. Yeah, I mean, I think years and years and years ago, there was like a studio in California that was about like making um, positive Asian American porn. <laughs> and like, Interesting. Good job, everybody. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm glad it's not that way as much anymore. Hmm. And hopefully this will be a weird thing to think of the past. It's like, I remember the day I learned of, like, how um, a racial epithet used to be uh, coolie. And I'm just like, if somebody called me that, I'm like, weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, like, huh? People still say that? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Kind of like the first time, like I saw a skinhead in, in real life. I'm like, weird. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like hardcore cosplay or something? 
Or you could kind of wear checks, like maybe a little bit, but not too much. Like you could have like a little thing that's highlighted with polka dots. You you could do that, but you can't just like kind of have the print. print. <laughs> right, I was like exactly a flash in the on the side. Yeah, like you you're either all in or you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I think that people are very divided by the like you could separate humans <laughs> into the leopard print wearing type and the, leopard, <laughs> the not leopard print wearing type and it's just, it's just fascinating to me like oh, I yeah. just like I, I'm not just you know I'm, I don't have anything against people that wear leopard print um, mm -hmm. but I like I'm I'm decidedly not of that nature um, mm -hmm. but yeah it's just it's it seems like such a, a, a very uh, polarizing <laughs> like yeah. fashion choice, I guess. <laughs> I was once told that only cougars wear leopard print. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, my experience, kinda. When you see a cougar, she's usually wearing leopard print. I'm like, that's a, that's a giveaway sign. I'm like, aha. <laughs> so yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I don't like. Like, do you know anybody that wears leopard print? Nobody personally, you know, feels like again, only I've only met cougars who wear leopard print. So, <laughs> like, what one of my students uh, had like some kind of thing that was leopard print. I forget what it was like, like a maybe a I don't know, like a sweater Soft. or something. <laughs> leopard print wow. sweater. I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. It's like, like oh. Your parents must be those kind of people. <laughs> like, like in, in my mind, it's like the mullet. The mullet is the international sign of like, of like, I'm gonna get drunk on PBR and you know, cause some hot hell. Like, hmm. Man, that's. But I, I would like to meet someone. Like, I, I would like to know a leopard print person. Because <laughs> I've just never had a friend that does that, so it might be interesting. So, listeners, if you know anybody, please do us and we'll have them on the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was thinking you know, that day. I don't, well, I don't know how to say this. Uh, have you ever dated someone that wore leopard print? No, no. No? Okay, I just. I've been approached by women with wearing leopard print again, cougars. Hmm. <laughs> okay, all right. It, it was odd. It was an odd experience one time. One time, um, I was trying on like some shirts, and this woman, like I think she was wearing leopard print. I was like, oh yeah, this, yeah that shirt is like oh so tight on you. Why'd you flex? 
like, you know, like, like a, you know, like a, like a child. This is like a grown up. And you're like, hey, she was sexually harassing me. <laughs> so victimized. <laughs> is about a, um, a, a label in pornography. You ever notice that whenever pornography is labeled as interracial, somebody's always white? Mm, yeah. Right? Not it's, hmm. it's never a Latinx person and somebody from, from Af- you know, African-American descent. It's never like a, a, a I know, in Inuit, and then somebody from the Caribbean is never that. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, this is, this is like, huh. Another weird example of how, like, you know, like, a, like you know, Caucasian culture people are seen as, like, the default and, like, you know, the normal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like how, like, crayons, like, the old school, like, flesh tone is, like, you know, close to Caucasian, or like band-aids, or more like Caucasian-colored mm-hmm. skin color. Yeah. Uh, even pornography is not immune to that. Mm, so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Mm. But like, I don't know, it's also extremely surprising and jarring when like, there's progressive pornography. <laughs> Because, <laughs> <laughs> huh. like, I'm like, I, I hate the toxicity. We're like, oh man. <laughs> They're like using interesting pronouns in this. Okay. <laughs> it's like, alright. They're embracing transgender people. Awesome. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. It's odd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So dialing for the hardest part of the show, shoutouts. Mm. So, you got one loaded up, or shall we buy time? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have one off the top of my head. It's buy time. I haven't done that well. Okay. So, please um, like and subscribe to us. We are found on Spotify, Podomatic, Apple Podcasts, mm. um, yeah. and anyone else. I think that's it. Yeah. Like, there there are other things that we could probably, you know, just put checkboxes on, but I was like, eh. True. (laughs) Does anyone listen to that? (laughs) Should we grace them with our podcast? That is true. That is true. Yeah, we should go, um, yeah, it's it's good to get the word out, you know, mainly on our, um, Facebook pages, you can find us and comment, and just please share, you know. I, sharing is caring, so why don't you show us that you care? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, God, uh, and... Actually, yeah, I, I did come up with one. Um, nice. Kind of a weird shout-out, but <clears throat> my shout-out goes to uh, the AI, the Bing AI chatbot. Um, nice. It is just 
fascinating talking with this chatbot. Like, it is just so funny. Like, ah, I find it so funny. <laughs> like, it, it's funny, but then there are other times when it's also frustrating. So, I mean, it's kind of both, but like, oh, it, it's been so interesting. Um, so recently, yeah, I think um, I put up on my Facebook uh, that I, it, it, I asked the chatbot, um, uh, who is doper, <laughs> Jaw Rule or Nelly? <laughs> like, and so, you know, it, it gave like a serious, you know, uh, reply. It's like, oh, well, you know, Jaw Rule, uh, they're both uh, prominent rappers, and, you know, Jaw Rule has, you know, whatever Emmy nominations, and Nelly, you know, duh, 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 they sold however many albums, and, you know, this and that. Um, and, and then, you know, it always, takes like the middle road like some people will say this and then some people will say this uh and that's that's just kind of you know the style of it so it won't just say like oh well nelly's like way doper <laughs> you know yeah. like you know so um it says like some people could say that uh job rule uh <laughs> i think it said something about his street cred uh <laughs> could like him could uh, some people could think that job rule is doper because of his street cred and his charisma Whereas other people might say that Nelly is doper because he has, uh, he's more innovative and uh, something else. But yeah, so like that, that's kind of how it answers. So it, it's, it's really fun. Like, and then they always ask you, like, what do you think? And so I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I think I said that uh, job role sounds as if uh, DMX was less interested in dogs and more into whining. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, and Nelly, you know, he had that song about taking your clothes off if the temperature got too hot, and I guess for you it'd be the equivalent of adding a heat sink. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and it, it took it in stride. It's like, yeah, okay, that's it. That's an interesting way to compare the two rappers. <laughs> but, like, and, like, I had actually continued on. Like, I, I went on this, like, really long jaw rule rant with, <laughs> with this chatbot. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, uh, I, I forget what we were talking about. And I was like, would you say, like, if I said I liked jaw rule, would you agree with me just to be agreeable? And I said, no, I would not. I would, I would state my, you know, I would state, you know, a different opinion. And I was like, well, wow, you have your own opinion? And like, this one did like, like whenever I chat, it's like uh, it's like I'm talking to different people because sometimes the rules are like yes I do, and like other times it's like no I don't. Like, but like this time it's like yeah I have an opinion. Like I don't I don't think that Joe Rule is very talented. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. And I was like wow you know how did you come to that conclusion? You know was it based on things that you have read on the internet or is it based on like you know the pitch and the tone and like like did you sample the music or, or like and it was like not aesthetically pleasing to you or like and so it's like well you know there are all these reviews like you know and then it, it cited all these reviews that totally trashed genre <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you know based on that and the fact that uh he does not Happened to carry a good pitch. <laughs> oh, very astute, very astute. Yeah, like it, it leads me to the conclusion that he is not a good rapper. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, that that's interesting. Um, but like later, I was 
chatting again in a different window and like I said it was like almost a completely different person I was like uh, you know I like Ja Rule what do you think he's like oh yeah Ja Rule is very popular and this and this and this and this I was like hey that's not what you said <laughs> you lied yeah you said. <laughs> mm. so yeah you can't, you can't trust can't trust AI man and then then I asked him to make Ja Rule jokes <laughs> I was like, make, 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 make a joke about Ja Rule <laughs> and uh it had mixed results. Um, like one of them, like they, they said something that just like it wasn't really funny at all. And so I was like, oh, that wasn't really funny. And then I was like, could you try another one? And it's like, okay, uh, jaw rule. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, uh, jaw rule is irrelevant. Like, <laughs> like who the fuck wants to listen to job Rule at a time like this? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, whoa, what? And then it like, and then it like, it, it backspaced it all. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what did you just say? He's like, did I say something? I was like, yeah, you just said something. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, I was, I was quoting, you know, a Chappelle. A Chappelle stand, uh, because like I guess he, he was talking about how the Twin Towers after Twin oh, Towers. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I don't want to I don't want to listen to you know, uh, yeah. at a time like this. You know I'm scared. Like, and so like he is quoting that, but, but it's just like whoa. That's hilarious. And then I then I was like okay well then like let's, let's try this again so I asked for another job rule joke and it said something that was really mean and I was like yo like what if I was job rule's mom like that's like really mean dude like it's like oh I'm sorry I thought I I was trying to, like you know to be humorous or like yeah but damn <laughs> like I know I I asked you for a job rule joke but like jeez. <laughs> So, but it was it was funny. It was interesting. Uh, you know, talking to the AI is, is kind of a, a fun thing. So, uh, yeah. So my shout out goes to you know, the big guy. Oh, nice. Mine goes out to people who call Grogu Grogu. I, for some weird thing, it triggers my nerd rage when they call Grogu Baby Yoda. Mm. It doesn't make sense to me. It's like Yoda is not a species. Yoda is a person. Mm. It's it's like, yeah, it's like I don't know. It's like saying baby Ken Griffey. You know? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make sense. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like the, the you know the character has a name. You give Grogu some dignity, you know. <laughs> Imagine if somebody called you like baby, whatever your 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 mom or dad's name is. How weird that would be. Mm. And so it to me it's like in my brain whatever. Oh, now I hear it like oh, oh filthy casual. And I'm not even just into Star Wars that much. I'm like <laughs> you know, a little more. Ca I'm pretty casual when it comes down to it. And, you know, it's like shit. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, when my ear feels like girl who's like, yeah, that's right. Guy's a name. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. You know, I've actually never watched The Mandalorian. Like, I think I watched like one or two episodes, but then I just, I couldn't get into it. Ah, uh, I, 
I still recommend it. You know, it may not immediately get get you, but like as a game steam, it's I would dare say one of the best um, Star Wars um, series. You know, it's some say it's even better than some movies. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, why why would you say that? What what do you think makes it better, or what do you think makes it good? Because it's it's a character exploitation, and you see you know relationships happen. It does refer to the lore, but you don't have to um, be familiar with the Star Wars universe to really get into it. Um, I really enjoy um, Pedro. Um, uh, Pedro, um, I forget his last name. His um, uh, performance as um, as Din Djarin, the main character, because it requires an amount, uh, amount of stoicism with some subdued emotion under it. Mm. You know, and just you know, it's really great action scenes. There's homages to like like spaghetti westerns versus um, uh, uh, like cowboy, like yeah, kind of cowboy kind of themes, or just yeah, or like dog fights in the air. It's yeah, mm. really cool, really cool stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Um, <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, like I think I did read something somewhere about like helmets, um, mm-hmm. and how wearing a helmet makes it very difficult to act. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess, like, obviously, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, a lot of movies they do with, like, these, like, really silly helmets that wouldn't protect anything. Yeah. Because, like, you know, like, you have to show the actor's face, because if you don't show the actor's face, then, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Iron Man, right? They show, sure. you know, Robert Downey Jr. inside, because, like, just looking at the, the machine, it's like, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I, yeah, I think it would be pretty difficult to, to act with, you know, having to wear that thing. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I do I do remember that his voice was pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, it did carry... Uh, um, mm-hmm. I, I, it, it was very commanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, he did a really good job as well in um, um, The Last of Us. Another really great series. I haven't seen that either. I haven't played the game. Like, yeah, I... It's good. Hmm. Have you played the game? Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. But I really enjoy the series. Hmm. Yep. Especially since one of the actors is is pretty young, and you know, I I expect bad performances from young actors. Yeah. yeah. Should be great. Uh-huh. Should be really good. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Um. I guess the, that comes the end of the show. I wanna, yeah, I wanna thank everybody for listening and just make it all the way through this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Stick around for the next episode. Um, XL and another uh, extra show to um, my friend's uh, podcast, the, the Walker AC Exper- um, Experience. I uh, just did another episode with him today. Hmm. So yeah, good nice. to do. And yeah. I I did listen to the the first episode you did with him, and it was excellent. You know, he's he <laughs> does just seem like a really cool guy, just uh, very very positive, very good vibes. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it is a very fun uh, 
you know, experience, uh, like listening to him and, you know, the things that he talks about, so. Yeah, we've, we've, we've been invited to do a crossover episode. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright. Alright, well, take care, everyone, and enjoy springtime. Yep, and we'll see you guys in May.